Hi, Bruce. Hello. What up? I'm tired, man. <laughs> this is a long night last night. I heard y'all had a long night too. Yeah, everything started a bit late, later, and uh, ended later, and then you know, a lot of hanging out because we don't get to see. We don't get to see for you know people we've you know hung out mm-hmm. with you know or knew going back to like freaking middle school you know Southwest Junior High and buddies like coming out you know that uh, one of one of our good friends Brian Anderson he was out on our first tour ever. And it was just the five of us in like '91, driving up the East Coast. <laughs> and now you're hanging out at Rev Room on like it's like 2 a.m. in the back of your mind. You're like, yeah. Well, you know, late. you know, I, I, I ended up, uh, I ended up getting a. Uh, at some point, I, I was like, I just broke down. I was like, I just need a Red Bull. So mm-hmm. I just, I just, and I don't drink those typically. Oh, uh, so they actually work on you? Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I can have coffee pretty late in the in the evening and still go to sleep. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I guess so. You know, a little bit of something, something. You know, some uh, a little caffeine jolt, jolt before we play. It, it, it helps. You know, because uh, it's 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 nice when you can go on before ten thirty. <laughs> but last night was not one of those nights. <laughs> but uh, everybody that I th- everybody that played did a great and. Um, uh, you know, it was, uh, I don't know. Do you need a preface? What's the show we're talking about? It was a, for a friend, right? It was a, it was a, so it was a, is a, a memorial benefit show yeah. for Les Ming, who was the, uh, singer guitar player for the band Scream. Right. And I think they were active around like 1980, 85 to 88 or maybe 84 to 87 that time period or whatever so early but like a lot of those those uh you know one of the only you know uh heavy metal actual heavy metal bands for for that time period there are a few others like onyx and um back in the day and some other for arkansas little rock bands Yeah. Yeah, yeah But Scream had its own thing. They were always writing their own songs, and they were they were the heaviest. And we we were fortunate enough because uh, Darren DJ, uh, our original vocalist, mm-hmm. we weren't a band at the time. We were just kids hanging right. out. Right, right. And he was like, "Oh, my cousin's got this band," uh, you know. And we all lived in the same neighborhood, Broadmoor, uh, in in Little Rock, which is like two miles from here. It's not far at all. <laughs> um, in uh, uh, Broadmoor and Western Hills, we we were all like you know the hood kids going, uh-huh. going to school um, and stuff. I didn't even know what a preppy kid was until I went to high school. I was just like, why are people wearing khakis? Yeah, I don't understand. Where's this. your denim at, sir? Yeah, it was very strange, and 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 uh, it was like a whole new world. I mean, it was, you know, you're just isolating. You know, they send mm-hmm. all the all the hood kids to uh, to Southwest in you know in Southwest Little Rock, yeah, and. Uh, Went and to then, Cloverdale Elementary myself. There you go. Yeah, and then uh, and then I went to ended up going to Central uh, for for high school, and it was just like, oh well, there's you know other other types of people and like you know people like I, I like the Grateful Dead. I was like, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. I I still to this day, it's like I don't. I don't. It's just understand. a jam band. I don't, yeah. I don't understand the Grateful Dead. I was like, uh, their guitars aren't distorted. Yeah. How is this a thing? <laughs> I mean, now granted, I mean, I'm, I've I've moved beyond heavy metal as a as an adult, but you know, when you're 16 and you, you know you, I I I had a, a an identity. 
you know, oh, tied to sir. the music. And you're yes. talking about the '80s, so it was like, you know, you're you're and you know, you were a metal kid or a punk kid, and back then they those didn't mix. Either. And you're part of the generation that was really starting to push that needle into the heavier because you had hair metal. Yeah, hair metal Pan, was the deal. You know, I mean, even that, Pantera that, was a hair metal band when they first started. Yes, yeah, it's like absolutely, and that's that's what I was. Uh, I mean, that's what I was into. That's like the band that changed my life was Van Halen. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I listened to you know, kind of you know, uh, bullshit music. You know, before that, like uh, you know, uh, I don't know, Village People, the Mamas and the Papas, whatever. and the well, Cranberries, you know, whatever, whatever was on, whatever was on the radio or whatever my older siblings played or whatever. Uh. But then. I, I, you know, at the time I finally get, you know, you get around 10 or 11 and then you're like, you start deciphering, oh, this is like <coughs> different type of music or whatever. So well, you live in a generation, well, I did too, but you had to be somewhere to experience something new. There was no internet. Yeah. You didn't just go to, unless your dad was taking you to like a record store or something, you're right, not really right. going to find anything. Yeah. It's like, you have to kind of stumble into it mm-hmm. and then you just go. Oh my god! It just you know it changes you forever. Yeah, no, it changed me. I mean, I was just like it, 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 it totally. You know, my entire, you know, personality became you know uh, aligned with like what I listened to <laughs> yeah, and the people I was I, I was attracted to. I met DJ and Lance, you know, in in uh, seventh grade because they were wearing Ozzy and Black Sabbath. The energy is just you just you know it was just yep. like oh well that's these are my people right. Right, you know, these are things you don't think about until <coughs> later on or whatever. But you know, oh, looking kinda, back is wild. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's like luck. You know, I was talking to somebody else, and like, you know, it's crazy. You guys are still doing this at this level after thirty some years. I was just like, yeah, who knew? I mean, it's like it's mind blowing being able to connect with, you know, dudes in my neighborhood that become as talented as Lance and 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 then meeting up with Jason Truby and, you know, writing music. And then even after Jason, you know, left the band, it's like, oh, well, cool. We, we get to have Rocky Gray as our guitar player. <laughs> you just keep meeting top-notch <laughs> musicians. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, I always say this. Everybody in my band is way better musically than I am or could ever be. I mean, they're all, like, I just, you know, I've been – Super lucky. <laughs> I like to think the same. Yeah, yeah. It's but like surround I, yourself with like-minded folks who are yeah, talented than you. Right. But uh, but last night was a benefit. Les uh, passed away oh, last right. year, and um, his uh, uh, anyways the 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 uh, DJ's cousin Drew Allen uh, put together this benefit because he was he was the drummer for Les's band, and he was oh, okay. he was the, he was the guy who had the house with the basement we would go to when we were like 13, 14 years old. Just watching these dudes play, and we're just like, "Oh, what's he playing? What kind of guitar is that?" Uh-huh. You know, and it was just like, "Oh, these, these guys have like real instruments and stuff like that." And it was just kind of like the, this whole precursor to like, "Dude, it's a Gibson! It's a Gibson!" You tag your buddies. <laughs> well, yeah, and it wasn't like it wasn't like, "Oh, this is a," you know, like because you go back then, you would go to Barton Coliseum to see a band, right? And that's like, that's that's like a whole like, you know, I mean, it might as well be another dimension, yeah. okay? Because I'm going to see. You know, uh, back then, you know, you'd see, you'd just go see everybody because it was like, who came to Arkansas? Rat, Foreigner. Kind of all of it. I mean, Bon Jovi. I mean, Motley Crue. You look at the old stats for Barton and it's like, you could, they they don't come here now. 
No. They've gotten yeah. so big they yeah. can't tour here anymore. Right. <laughs> the market right. is off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if Barton even has shows anymore because it all I goes think it's to like a rare, super rare thing. They, I, yeah. I heard they still do it, but it's not anything you would – it's a right. country and stuff. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, so like going to those shows, it was like, okay, it, you like you might as well be watching Aliens mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. stage. But then flip it around and then you're in the basement of a dude's house and like – these guys have all the same instruments, and they're playing just as well. Right. And they're just killing it, and it's just like oh, you're speaking you're, my soul right and you're now just with like, that. And you're kind of like, and that's what I'm saying. Like as a, as a kid, it's like that. That's 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 the the door that opens in your mind. It's like, oh, I could do that. Uh huh. Maybe someday. And then I got older, and I go, all my favorite musicians are people I know. They're all people I've been able to like either attach myself sure. to or meet yeah. or in the running and yeah i don't necessarily I, I there's still a handful of bands i'll go watch they're in that you know the big leagues but yeah. not that many yeah. i get to watch all my friends play and they're right. absolutely god tier musicians and i'm like yeah. that's yeah. dope and then we have a beer afterwards yeah Way yeah exactly yeah exactly so <laughs> anyways that was last night and it, it, it uh, all in all i think it, it went really well and the guys that uh that played uh scream the guys that played mm-hmm. with less were also playing and i mean i mean i got to see i got to see uh, you know drew play drums on these songs that i hadn't heard in 35 years 40 That's years crazy. in that basement because they weren't a band very long we we saw a couple live shows that they did like they played a live show at rick's armory and the annex if you remember the annex robo mm. used to run i've the heard annex. of it I never it was like a legendary thing it. like just down on asher uh That's so wild you know across from the ritz motel sketch <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> you know and uh uh but you know we, we were we were going down there at 15 16 just watching the shows and and it was just like it was it was these are really really strong memories so oh they always stick they always stick with you. But they played last night, and they killed it. They After 30-something years. And my wife was with me. That's so wild. Yeah, and my wife was with me, and she's just like, she's like, so they're not playing like other people's music, but this sounds just as good as anything you would have heard you know, back right. in the day. Um, I don't know what you thought about it, um, Kurt, like as, as far as musically. I mean, if yeah. you think of the, you know, like that time period and, and – um, you know, uh, eighty. You know, late eighties. You know, like yeah. metal, hard rock. It was I mean, it just like, just like your wife said, it sounds. Careful. I got it. Oh yeah. It, it's up there with all the bands that you know of. Yeah. Like yeah. It yeah. 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 Sure. Know. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I, 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 they were good, and then uh, Monkey Thumb played. And I had never heard them before, but they. They, they sounded cool too. So. Yeah, they crush live. They got a good live show. Good energy. Yeah, good energy in the room. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. six it had to go so late. Ours went late too, but it was just the stragglers, you know. So yeah. you work, and then you're just like, yeah, you know, twiddling you your thumbs, leave? like, please God, I <laughs> oh, have they to were, sweep the floor. <laughs> oh, they were kicking us out too for sure. Because we we don't do that. We're too like, I get it because it's like I was saying before we started. There's a new wave of youngsters. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely love being there. So I don't want to be that guy mm-hmm. that was me at some point. Yeah, yeah. Because they all used to be rude and kind of shitty. And yeah. 
They weren't great. Scottish Brian kicking everybody out. <laughs> yeah, and now he's cool. I talk to Scottish Brian every he's time awesome. there's a show. Yeah. He's there every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it's just like, I don't want to be that thing because that used to make me so upset. Like, I just want to see the T-shirts and do the thing. And it's yeah. just like, I'm seeing me 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, at a living sacrifice show mm. and going, come on, man, just one more, you know. Yeah. But now I get it. Now I'm like, yeah, they just wanted to go home. They're all 40. They just like, they don't want to be here really. <laughs> They've seen all the bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's good. That's a good attitude to have. You've, you've got patience and and kindness for, for, for all that. Uh, so are, are, are there younger bands playing now? Oh, because yes. This is, the thing I hear about is like nobody's like forming bands anymore or there's like no bands. I mean, granted, I live in Nashville, so everybody's in a every, band. Every, yeah. So it's not the same there. Throw a rock, hit a musician. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 100%. Absolutely. And uh, it's really, I mean, I mean it's, su- it's such night and day from that, from that scene. And it's definitely not all country. Um, there's like literally like... Uh, where where we live, there's, I mean, I could name five or six smallish venues where mm-hmm. there's stuff happening every night. Within see, like, that's we have maybe know, three, six total three across miles. the whole, yeah. you know, greater Little Rock area. Yeah, and then of course there's now Fayetteville, which is, yeah. you know, Nashville light. <laughs> it's yeah. the way it wants to be. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't it's been good. there in years. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of venues. They have more than we do by far. Mm. Having a lot of, you know, bars that have gigs, and it's every night. Yeah. Just something about here. I don't really know why, but it just kind of is what it is. And now it's – you're more apt to have a better local show than you will a touring show. Interesting. So it really has turned into this community thing. And, like, every shirt behind you, all those are local bands that are small that are new. Oh, they're sweet. all minus Wake, of course, but they're all doing it. Uh, one of my favorite right there, that handmade one, Zash. They are absolutely vicious, and they're hungry for it. They've already done tours. I think they've been around maybe two years, and they are just nice. absolutely killing it. Their music, awesome. Is you watch them now because you know kids have access so much more than we did. I've got I've got to plug this in, or I will um, forget. Do it. Discuss this. So zashed. I, I, I love seeing like new stuff, and because I just zashed band. Yeah, there you yep. go. Because um, they are something else, man. Quite I a feel treat. Like, I feel like everything um, is more computer driven musically, yeah. or you know, or right. hip hop and rap, which is that's fine. It's just it's just not my world and not my thing. So I'm I'm always drawn to live instruments and yeah. guitars. I'm an analog child myself i just something about it you you can't beat it in my mind well the guitar is just like always fascinated me and like just even owning one and just having Uh having these these things i which i i call you know basically depending on how they're made or what they are pieces of art or works of art with just how they're painted how they're put together and all that and and my wife, who doesn't play an instrument or anything, feels the same way. She's like, "Oh, let's we need to put your guitars on the wall." Oh yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, you want to do that? Yeah." Like, okay, sweet, <laughs> awesome, cool. Yeah, you run out like get all the stuff. I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the young kid in me loves it. Oh, I have all my guitars on display in my home. Oh, I have I have it. My like my dad's, mine, uh, 
some sometimes like friends leave one, I'll just be like, doop, stick that on the wall. Awesome. Good stuff. That, you know, that's cool that you got to play with that show last night. That has to be some real full circle definitely thing. Definitely. Like, you think about young you and then you now, and it's just like I mean, wow, the story between those two moments is yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, it. We all talk about how strange it is that we can go and you know play places like Furnace Fest because we don't even play that often. And um, maybe five times a year. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Not even a, any type of career for any of us. Thankfully, we all have our own jobs. <laughs> We're a we, legacy band now. But we get to do it because we enjoy it and we yeah. love it and we like each other's company. You know, we like hanging. That's a huge one. And it is huge. And it's like, you know, after, you know, I mean, this is the same guys since 1998. It's been the same lineup since 98? Yeah, uh, minus uh, uh, the percussionist, Matthew. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Whatever happened to that? Uh, Well... Well, I mean, kinda... when we when we broke up, well, we kind of broke up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just... When we reformed, um, it just it just made more sense. He, Matt was already doing a, a, many other things, right, and he right. was he was never really like uh, like he was doing so many diverse things, like uh, Snail Hunter, and he was in uh, what was that band? Uh, band on Militia Group. Uh, was he drumming? I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was playing drums for. Uh, jeez, I'm I'm an idiot. Uh, no, uh, you have on, too many things. Come on, in your Kurt, brain. give me some help here. Well, who did Matt play with? He's played with played with Jonathan Ford in a freaking uh, instrumental band. An instrumental band. That's cool. Anyways, he he was playing That's other brave. stuff that was definitely not not metal. Right. And so when we got back together, uh, I'm I'm having the 50 year old brain fart moment. <laughs> I know like all the bands he was in. There you go. We got the power of the world right there. <laughs> you could just text him. Hey, what's the name of that band you were in? Unwed Sailor, of course. Yeah. I mean, there were some other bands. There was another uh, band on Militia Group that he was in that had some success. Anyways, when we got back together, we were like, you know, well, uh, that was, you know, kind of more of the core of the band. And that was in 2008. Mm uh-huh. And we went on tour uh, with some buddies of ours uh, in uh, Demon Hunter. Mm-hmm. And since then, you know, we, we put out a couple of records since then. You know, I mean, it's been a while. But, um, uh, and, you know, we just play shows as they make sense. Um, you know, as it, you know, it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's like drivable, probably. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah. So people Reasonable get, enough. Yeah. Pe- people get, you know, people, people get... You know, pissed at us all the time. I'm like, are you ever coming back to California? I'm like, I don't know. You got maybe twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's a long drive, man. It is a long drive. <laughs> right. I gotta make it. I gotta make me want to want to be there. It's gotta be affordable. You gotta leave your job and your yeah. wife and your. Yeah. I'm sure if you have kids, they're probably grown up by now. But yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not. You know, each time that we get together to do one of these things, it's like we're okay, we're rehearsing as if we hadn't played these songs in six months, which is the truth, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, if you're if you're playing more regular, you know, or touring more regular, then everything's more fresh and it's oh, not yeah. as easy to, it's not as, it's not as hard to, you know, put it back together and 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 get it tight again. And I sure I assume y'all don't get a lot of time, it's got to be like. 
hey, we got this show, cool, like the week before we'll get together in a room and right. flesh out the set. Yep, yep. Woo! Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's usually like, and every, all the all the other dudes live here in Arkansas, but I'm in Nashville, so I'll, ha- I'll just drive down. But my mom lives here, my sister, and so I get to come see them and stay with them and everything. And, um... But yeah, it's just it's just us doing a couple of days of just bashing it out, mm-hmm. like really heavy and hard, and then just going being rock stars for a day. I love it. That's <laughs> the greatest feeling in the world. That's what we do too. We play a couple of shows a year, but we make sure that's like an event. Yeah. So we can just be Heck like, because yeah. really, even like I had like a lower tier music career. Eventually, it does become about. The moment I want to have this moment, yeah. so I want to make it special. Yeah, not be on this show, be on this show. Be like, right. I'm not that hungry anymore. Right. <laughs> right. right. I like this far more yeah. than like the drudgery of like, oh my god, I have to be away, and I've got figure out what to do with my bills and work and blah 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 yeah. blah blah. It's like this is way easier. <laughs> yep. yep. I, I I agree, and you know, I mean. You got families, you got wives, and you know it's like uh, even even being even being strategic about the time you take off work. Uh, if you've got like limited time, it's like mm-hmm. oh, you only have so many days and stuff like that. But it's been it's it's cool. I mean, we're 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 just super fortunate that we kind of have been able to keep keep doing it at a, a certain level, right? A nice level. I mean, Furnace Fest was unbelievable. It was great. I mean, yeah. I mean, every time the both both times we played in twenty one and, and last year was just phenomenal. I love it. I hope hope they have us this year. I was gonna they say, dude, they haven't asked yet. Has there been any inclinations? Mm, some some tea? <laughs> I would I would I would I, I would announce it if I knew, but I don't. So. I mean, it's the last one. It's gonna be. I think it's going to be unhinged. What a special thing that is. Yeah. Right. And I don't. I don't really. I don't know why it would be a last one. Like why, why are they not? I don't. I haven't heard. I don't, I don't know why they're not keeping it going. And their whole branding is end of the air. Maybe it changed like a day or something. I can't imagine the night, the logistic nightmare that that must be. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. And, and if it loses money, then it's just like, oh, we did all that work and we lost money. <laughs> awesome. It's a half a million dollars just gone. <laughs> even, even, even though it's six, you know, we see it as successful. <clears throat> we don't know. We don't know what the financials are. So. Right, right. You can only guess. Yeah. You know, festival, right. but every band gets. Festival prices go up, and blah, blah, blah. so if when you're like behind the scenes, you're sitting there trying to kind of guess. You're like, yeah. "What's the game here? What do we? Who do you yeah. think got what? They're playing X stage. Main yeah. stage bands are clearly getting more. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, I don't want to be. What's Chad? Don't want to be Chad on those three days. Yeah, he. Poor I mean, guy. he seems to. He's every time I, I don't know. He 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 seems to weather it pretty well he's got a he's got a good temperament for it, or i feel like the right mindset yeah we did shows with him like early early on he had this club in birmingham called slacker 66 or whatever oh yeah and he 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 he, he apparently he touts us as, as the one that shut down his club because the fire code was ex- <laughs> yeah, dude. extended in 2000 2001 and she was just like yeah you're the ones that shut down our club and like they couldn't they, they just stopped i mean they quit having shows because of either because of us or because of other things, you know. But I think that was like right before he ended up going to Seattle. Anyways, y'all were like the last straw, probably, probably. of a string of straws. He was probably planning to not do shows anymore, but then you know, when the, when the fire marshal said you can't do shows anymore, he's like, "Oh, cool, okay, sweet, thanks, fellas." Darn. <laughs> oh no, shucks. Yeah, yeah. 
but um, he's he's a great dude, and just like, yeah, you know, I mean, knowing these guys that have been uh, kind of come up through the scene, kind of around the same time, and you know, I mean, he freaking signs a bunch of great bands, you know, on, my, on his own. my entire childhood. That man is responsible for. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think about it all the time. It's a, one of those things where I don't usually have too many moments where. Because I've worked in production, so you meet a lot of people. You yeah. that, those things tend to wear off as time goes sure. on. But at Furnace Fest, we're in the room, and he walks in, and I was just like, "Man, damn, I'm feeling something. That is oh. wild." I had a moment. I was like, "That's awesome, dang, dude." Well, there he is, man. Well, <laughs> to 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 admire somebody, somebody you couldn't you couldn't pick a better a better dude with a a good yeah. you know a a good sense of you know. It's just one of those. I can't believe I'm here now. Yeah. Because twenty-year-old me would have just been losing his mind. Yeah, you gotta be kidding! I was a very excitable. I still am. Yeah, yeah. But oh, that's good. You, you don't you don't need to lose that. Like back back then, I actually, I mean, for all, like I'm having not a moment, but this is a full circle moment for me. Kind of like what you would have had last night. Like mm-hmm. your nephew. I've told this story a hundred times, but he is responsible for setting me on the path to. All of this. Wow. Really? I, I used to just listen to corn and Limp Biscuit, and yeah. I had Jinko jeans and hair down to my ass. Oh, so did he until I uh, oh, I know. Him to Metallica. I, well, we're in, we're in, I'll never forget it. I come in, we're in, it's speech where you give speeches. You learn how to give speech class. Were you, was this in high school or college? High school, oh. 10th grade, 1999. Awesome. He goes, You stop listening to that stuff. And he brings me this stack of CDs. <laughs> We got Zayo, we got Living Sacrifice, we got Luticris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, not Luda, Lute. Yeah. Uh, you know, this whole, he goes, listen to this. And I go home and just, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. It's all different now. Music can sound like this. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and the first show, boom, Living Sacrifice show, and that was it. I was in, I went awesome. to everything. That's Can't, awesome. Get me in enough things. I'd only played guitar maybe six months. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dude. And then, you know, played shows with his band and coming That's through awesome. and That's going awesome. all these venues and seeing, you know, I got cool stories because of him getting me in so young. But that's back when the bands who were in buses would play at Vino's. Yeah. You're never going to see a bus band at Vino's yeah. no more. That's not a thing that's going to happen. Right, right. It was a very unique era, it and was, it was all yeah. from that one yeah. moment, and then me just being, I call it kaleidoscope eyes. Yeah. You just, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like it what can, I was talking about before, yeah. It can be like this. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, 20, 22 years later, 23 <laughs> years later, you're just like, Doing this, yeah, and that's yeah. sick. <laughs> that's awesome, man. He's a, he, I, I love that guy. <laughs> Me too, <laughs> and not uh, just because he's my nephew. Right, right. No, he's awesome. Yeah. Got a solid heart, good dude. Yeah, I've known him for a long time. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't. I didn't realize the connection there. And so now it's just like, wow. And this is my new thing. Mm-hmm. I want to just do this all the time. Mm-hmm. If I could do three of these a week, I would. <clears throat> but it, that would be a logistical nightmare. <laughs> How, how, how many do you typically do? One a week. Uh, awesome. And then well, that's we, consistent, man. I mean, that's good. You stay consistent. That's what brings to the growth. You know? Oh, the I growth mean, has been exp- since, co- like, I've been doing this five years technically, but COVID really, you yeah. know, it took two years out of the, 
thing. And I did a whole year by myself. And I think we only did like three during COVID because it was just like, I don't know what to do. We did them in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. And then right as soon as it was over, Kurt was like, let's just dive head first into this. And I was like, yes, please. And we keep each other on a string. And we've, this is 56 straight. Probably like yeah. just ever since episode 99. Oh yeah. Episode 99 was the comeback episode. So what are yeah. we? 175. This will be. Oh, cool. Awesome. So there you go. 76 straight episode every week. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. I mean, that's great. That's, that's, killer consistency and it's like you know i mean you know you just you you i'm sure you've got like a wish list of, of some people oh for sure to get in here or whatever i, I have this grand i'm a very grandiose in my own head i think i want to talk to jonathan davis but i also want to talk to the drummer from zash like i want to do all of it why can't you do that mm-hmm. nobody says you can't mm-hmm. it's 2024 you can do whatever you want the yeah. internet exists just go out there and do it yeah and he, it like, the power of the ask is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Just ask. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and most, and what's wild is most people actually say yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'll come chill with you. Well, I think, I, yeah, I mean, I, it, well, it, it, I'm glad it worked out this time or whatever, because I know we've been <clears throat> talking about doing it for a long time. Absolutely. Yeah. I knew it would. You yeah. got to just cross paths enough times. Yeah, yeah. You know, for sure. shake enough hands. Do enough things. But, oh, there he is. You know, you stay in each other's head. Okay, cool. <laughs> I would love to have Joe on here. That's one. That's like one of my, I think I could do it this year, maybe, if he's at Furnace Fest. Joe. Munston. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great guy. Because that's awesome. one of the bands I first saw. He was another one of those. I saw Beloved yeah. in an empty movie theater with 15 people. Yeah. They hadn't even put out anything yet. Yeah. They were babies. Yeah. We all were. Yeah. But it was just like. Whoa, dude! You sing and you scream drumming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we they, we toured with those guys, um, pretty pretty heavy, right? Bef- right around the time that they were going to get signed or about to get signed. Yeah, and stuff like, I think they might have had like a demo or an EP out. I think it was a demo. or something like that. Yeah. And um, I remember Roy uh, from Solid State going to check them out at one point. I want to say it was like in Birmingham or. Might have been at one of the early Furnace Fests. I'm not mm. sure. Um, I don't. Th- I, I. I think eventually when they did did get signed, it was. It, I. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the timing. I, I. I forget. But. But yeah, just killer, killer dudes. Could you tell the specialness? I. I, I have. I hold them in such high regard. Yeah. No. But absolutely. You being there. They were. They. I, I always felt like 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 when the album came out, I felt like that's when everything kind of gelled mm-hmm. and like they really like. Their their level just uh, came up so much because so fast before the, before the album came out, it was uh, it was definitely uh, more uh, te- you know sort of technical and left of center yes. and everything and, and 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 a bit chaotic and it was kind of like you know and I you know sometimes when you see stuff live you're like oh well, I didn't expect that I don't know I'm right. not sure how I feel about it. But then, if it works on the on the record, and you, and you hear the transition, you know, like it's supposed to be played or whatever, then it's like, oh, okay, now I get it, right? Or whatever. Uh, but I think they were still like working on stuff and writing songs and things like that. It's just, you know, also shocking that they just put out the one album, one album. <laughs> and it's forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so good. Yeah. 
I still, I have the documentary. I'll go back and just watch it. And I'm like, why, why the one, I know it was the whole thing. And, you know, being in a band is hard and it's a, but they were so advanced for the time. If you go yeah, back yeah, and listen yeah. to everything else, and you're just so like, good. what they were doing so was, good. you didn't hear what they were doing again until like another five or six years later when bands really yeah. started injecting those yeah. tones and things and, and those riff styles into their yes, music. Yes. Very unique. God, Super unique. For the time. Yeah. Like, right. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I agree. That's cool, man. And you got to just be torn around with them going, well, this is something. This is something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I've had these experiences with, uh, because I'm old, and we're <laughs> 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 with, uh, with not only those guys, but with Zayo and with Ludacris and God. and all these bands that just uh, and Under Oath that that just yeah. I mean morphed can't... into something way different and way beyond and something I I wouldn't I like when I recognize I'm like we just had fun we had a good time together they're like good dudes and 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 they were all but the 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 one thing that 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 they all had in common is they worked their asses off mm -hmm. you know and like they figured out a way to get on the show like uh you know none of us had booking agents back then it was just a network of dudes like you got oh, this guy's phone number yeah can you play this can we get get on this show or can we find a place to play during this time period oh who can play it oh so and so oh why don't they just play the next four or five shows with you and then it's a tour wow and um and so, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, all of those bands were, you know, like, I remember playing with them before all of their first albums. That's like, why. Well, Under Oath opened for us in Tampa when, before they, I mean, before they, they were, were putting even, out demos or right, something, they, you know? And they were just this death metal band with yeah. this. Yeah. Were you, and were you at the show, that, and then they played, like, and even that, like, you know, we, we had this whole... 13 year career and then we're kind of calling it quits in 2003 you know they came and played the second night of our our show in Little Rock I don't know if you were at that one or not oh yes but uh, absolutely I was because the first night was Demon Hunter Extol <coughs> Uses Fire yeah Corey's band uh, um, at the time and uh, uh, Agony Scene which was think about that Agony Scene wow. that was kind of a stacked lineup just at Vino's yeah, final and that, show. So we added a second night, and we're like, "Oh, who can we get to play? Oh, let's have Under Oath play." There's not. We did a poster for the first night. We didn't do a poster for the second night. <laughs> so bad on me. But like, that was before Changing of Times came out. Yeah. Oh yeah, 2000, two thousand three. Yeah. And then I and I remember doing shows with them. They're like, "Oh, you know what." <laughs> We're we're yeah we're we're changing our style we're our direction and they're like kind of explaining kind of what they're trying to do about, and I'm just like oh, we're gonna kick like, our singer around like, but don't tell him yet no it wasn't even it wasn't <laughs> even at that point yet it was just like but that, what they were describing to me I was just thinking and I might even voiced it because I was just like a kind of a you know die hard so, well I was a I was a probably a little you know a uh, <laughs> uh you know a a jaded curmudgeon at mm. 31 mm -hmm. years old, you know, and kind of just like, why would you do that? Whatever kid, <laughs> that's dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah pretty yeah. much, you know, uh, something along those lines, but only in jest. I would never, sure. I would never be a dick to somebody <laughs> right. on purpose. <laughs> You've only ever been nice to me. Only, I, I, <laughs> not on purpose, just right. only inadvertently. Am I, uh, an I'm asshole. just hungry. <laughs> I was walking to get food. I'm sorry. I ignored you. you know? yeah. But, 
but they would explain this stuff to me. I was like, yeah, well, good luck with that kid, you know. And it's uh-huh. just like, oh, cool. They just put out a you know groundbreaking album. and changed <laughs> everything for it. I remember so like there was you know the Dallas death metal-y stuff, and then they do the oh yeah, there's another band, Embodiment, it. playing with those guys. Dude, Embodiment. Oh my god, Embodiment Law was they would, so good. They blew me away. They blew that was a band that blew us away. But that was a man, full grown man was, pulling out a tambourine in a metal show and making you want to go buy a tambourine <laughs> is some next level awesomeness. <laughs> no, I'm talking about early Embodiment. <laughs> there were no tambourines involved. <laughs> oh. This is probably before that's probably before my time. Before Sean, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, but yeah, seeing those. But that was more in our wheelhouse of like death metal, you know, yeah, and just extreme metal. And even to this day, it's like you know, well, any other project they put out, the Famine or whatever, is just like freaking Andy, that guitar player, sick. And so many of y'all lasted so long, still. Right, like all those bands you're talking about, they're still going to some. Yeah, some of them, not to some aspect, but not, well, not embodiment, but yeah, that'd be sick if they would. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Just saying, you know, Furnace Fest is king of bringing bands back together right. for a day. I, I heard <laughs> Let's that. Do it. I heard that. Um, yeah, and I mean, at 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 amazing levels. I mean, I I saw Under Oath last year. They finished their tour in, in Nashville. And it was sold out show yeah, at yeah. Marathon, which just holds like I think fifteen hundred people or something like yeah, that. Just still crushing, humongous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was and insane. they play with those LED walls now. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Just like what? yeah, like how much does that cost? <laughs> it's like I mean, good on them. That's awesome that that they they can do that. It's like we're just still showing up with like you know our heads <laughs> and you know keeping it old school, man. Little uh, material backdrop. Can you hang this? <laughs> They're like, no. You guys got a pole in here? What are we doing? What's a tape situation? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I got some clamps. <laughs> yep. Clamping on. Yep. Kurt's got a couple clamps still hanging in the... We did one where we had to build a light, and we were just like, let's just screw carabiners into the ceiling. Every time I go back there in Vino's, they're still just screwed into the ceiling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... <clears throat> wild time, man. Just that whole freaking time period of such good bands and i mean every band like you know christian or not faith or not i mean everybody recognizes those bands in that time period is just like you think do you think that was because the lack of access a band starts and now a band can be huge and have never done anything at all and then they go on the road and realize oh my god this is not this is not for me but used to there was only one way to do it you had to go to it yeah and it really weeded out the week yes. immediately. Yeah. You go one day and you're like, I miss my mom. I have to go home now. You know? I don't know, because I'm just not super familiar with the younger bands, but like... um saying like, back then, it was just... Every, it seemed like every band was just top-notch all the time. You if know, they were touring. I, I, yeah, I mean, probably so. Um, because, like, they just had to play. And they had to play their instruments. And there wasn't... You know, there wasn't this as much technology or mm-hmm. computers, backing tracks or anything like that. And, um, you know, I, I, I just, I don't know. They just had to slog it out. I mean, if a band lasts, you know, five years and then starts putting out, you know, starts putting out records and just can, you know. But, I mean, it comes down to, like, the songs. And if the songs mm-hmm. are well done and connect with that particular audience. Because right. if, if, you know, I mean... Out of all these bands we're na- we're naming, there is twenty others that 
did not that were around the same scene that mm-hmm. did not you know create that type of impact or last Just, right and i'm not naming i'm not gonna name any of those bands because i don't want to make anybody feel bad but like <laughs> no 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 they, they, there were I other think there's dudes. a reality to it all absolutely yeah. so there were other dudes and other bands within the scene and they they were also good you know but you know i guess you know, we're we're talking about just a handful of, of bands in, in, in our scene that have have, you know, lasted. But like the thing about it is is like I don't think pre two thousand five nobody anticipated that any of these bands could be as big as they eventually got. Because it was all about just touring in a club. I mean, my gosh, we you know, through the late nineties, we were just like begging to get on like a real tour, like Machine Head. Or a Sepultura, oh. or a helmet. Like, let us anybody. play the door. <laughs> like, let us open the crowd. You know, <laughs> anything. You know, and 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 we were, you know, we were just not considered. We were shut down because, you know, it was just like, yeah, we, we you're, <coughs> you're this other thing that we don't know anything about. And uh, and so, and it's like under oath and and and. and you know, Norma Jean oh, broke a lot of that down. The you know, rejection. Broke down that, that barrier. Yeah, the rejection know. from the bigger labels created something that then they went, oh, no, there's this whole thing going on. And it and it happened. And from my perspective anyway, then they started to swoop in with Universal buying up all yeah. the groups and everything and yeah. holding on to the records, which from Yeah. You know. And then that whole time period, we were not active at all. We were done. I'd, I'd moved to Nashville early, like 2002. And oh, okay. Up through... And, uh, you know, that whole time period. Building you know, your merch. Was it a merch? Merch? It was a merchandise company called yeah. Zambui.com. Zambui, that's yeah. it. And we were one of the first companies to do online merchandise. Yes. Merchandising. And so I was, you know, I was just calling up my friends. I was like, hey, man, we can sell your shirts online. We'll pay you, like, every month. <laughs> <laughs> what? And, like, you know, and this is at a time when, you know, nobody's, nobody's really seeing record royalties because nobody's selling enough records to actually make money back. Right. Uh, and everything, so it was it was crazy. It was like you know, and they, they weren't massive checks, but it's like I would you know we'd we'd send money uh, you know five hundred to a thousand bucks a month to some of these bands that were friends of mine, um, and, you know, and it was just like a new thing in the early two thousands. Now everybody's got a web store; it's all different now. But oh yeah, now you just go online, spend thirty minutes, and boom, a whole merch store attached to your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> Back it's much then, easier it was now. Just groundbreaking. Well, we, I mean, the, the, one of our partners in the company was a pro, our programmer um, who built back in and mm. to, to create, you know, to, to, to power the, you know, the, the e-commerce site. And he created the shopping cart from scratch um, on MySQL or some programming language that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about. Why? I was always more client front-facing, you know, trying to go secure the business and then, you know. Right, uh, figure, it off figure out the logistics and stuff like that. Well, I mean, I did, I did everything. I ordered T-shirts. I, I found vendors. I set up entire hot topic accounts for some artists and stuff like that, or artists and slash charities. For uh, a long time, I, I, uh, we, we ran uh, to write love in her arms uh, ecom for about no eight years, kidding. and that was a huge thing. That was a huge thing. Um, and I think they're still, they're still pretty. Uh, pretty consistent with their their mission and what they're doing now. It's just you don't see it as much anymore. For some oh reason. yeah, I didn't even know it was still a thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, they have a good. They had them. a booth at Furnace Fest. I see them at other festivals. They too. did. Yep. Oh man, I'm blind. I feel bad. 
<laughs> I totally would have sucked. Well, maybe, maybe not this year, but they have in. Right. They did. They definitely did in twenty one, maybe twenty two, maybe not last year. But I saw them. I saw the booth at. Um, Bourbon and Beyond. And That's Louisville. cool. I did not know they were still going. That's awesome. That yeah. was a huge thing. Yeah, Everybody so had one of their shirts. Yeah, it was like, yeah. They, you saw their shirts more than any other band. Oh, yeah. You go to Warp Tour, it's just like sea of people wearing those clothes, right. for sure. To write love on her arms. How about, did y'all ever get to do a Warp Tour? No. You were gone for not. the whole thing? Yeah, we were pretty much done as a band when a lot of a lot of those bands gotcha. started you know, started uh, getting on there. And, Y'all were all the inspiration and then got none of the the, the, the bigness. <laughs> yeah, you like to hope. You like to think that, you know, you did something good somewhere. <clears throat> I feel like if you ask a lot of those people, they're going to be like, live and sacrifice is coming up in the, in the, in the inspo <laughs> category for sure, right? Yeah, well. We breaking down doors and then you did it for merch too. That's That's cool. I didn't know that it was build it from scratch, do it. Because I definitely, like Sam Bowie, that was as good as those cat. Remember those catalogs you used to get? Yeah, searching for your favorite band shirt. It's a little thumbnail well, we made, like this. We made the catalogs too, and we'd send them out in orders, you know, to do additional promotion or whatever, and right. discount codes and stuff like that. And we take we take photographs. We get all of our, our 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 buddies and our employees to you know wear the stuff. And then we started doing at back back then. I don't know if you remember, but like early on, like. The beginning of YouTube, uh, we were doing like uh, videos and interviewing bands, and then like going to the shows and filming the shows with like three cameras, and then like a what do you call those microphones? Those uh, the X Y oh XY, oh yeah yes, and we'd we'd set those up by the soundboard, and that's what, how we would capture the sound. Brilliant. We had like amazing footage of like he is legend every time i die and like all this stuff and it's on a hard drive somewhere it's like i want to i want to get you could break the internet with some of those (laughs) they were such great shows and these guys would these bands would come through nashville and play at you know some of the venues there and uh yeah we'd have we'd have our screen printers like they'd be screen printing and they're like hey do you want to shoot this show like obviously we'll get you in and you know they're all everybody's a scene kid, you know, because they're Everybody, working for yeah. us. <laughs> you know, they're working for for us, and they're like, "Yeah, I'll go to that show. I'll shoot it." You know, you just gotta stand with a camera on, on your shoulder for. Well, they were small, but like this is pre iPhone as well. So. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> pre everything. Yeah, camera. What ended up happening though is like the uh, we couldn't we couldn't afford the uh, the servers in the server space because it was expensive. Back Isn't then. that weird? Yeah. And so we had to make a choice. Do we want to sell T-shirts or do we want to be like a host, uh, a content company? Oh, man. So we had to choose. And like, well, we make money off the T-shirts. Right. <laughs> Same old story. Oh, that's this now. I think we've made more money doing shows. We have a Patreon, which is great, but we have definitely like shows and like T-shirt sales or koozies. We have some koozies. It's like, I mean, it pays for everything. We yeah. just bought this new camera. And that microphone set up for Kurt, because yes. everyone wants a Kurt Kurt mic. And we tried to get it done today, but we well, didn't I, do we it. We were just asking you a question a minute ago, and you were not talking to the mic. Why right. Not? We don't have it set up yet. Just got it oh, just got I it see, today. Well, yeah. it's pretty. Oh yeah, these, these are that, but they have the pop filter, yeah. just to make it you know less yeah, sure. cluttered. And I'm this this is that we you know we're running this with minimal knowledge, so like we set it up and we're like. Oh, good! It works. Don't touch it. <laughs> like, oh, no, I didn't. This is the original Vino stage. 
You've played on top of this table. No way. A million times, sir. Wow. This is, and you want to know what piece? And I guarantee you'll remember it. The piece in front of the drums, the trampoline piece, the one that made you go like yeah. this and the cymbals would start yeah. walking yeah. around all the time. Yeah. That's this table. That's amazing. Yep. That is awesome, dude. In 2019. I freaking love that. And the bass is a one-of-one one as well, so this entire thing is a completely original piece. Like, at some point, like, Arkansas music history happened right here, <laughs> yeah. and now this is kind of, in in part of me just wanting to do this, it's it's morphed into this thing where it's the history of it, new and old, is getting told on it also. Yeah. So I think at some point this just has to end up in, like, a museum somewhere because this is just too yeah, cool. That's I awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, have you uh, talked to uh, Rocky or anybody? Like, have so, you gotten him yet? Or? COVID screwed that up for me. Yeah. Uh, it was when it, you know. Remember when we came back for like a short stint, and then we went back. Yeah, we were gonna do a Halloween episode with him because I know oh, he's a massive yeah. horror yeah. fan. I'm good friends with Jimmy, who's Lecomp's brother. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was like, dude, can we? get He's like, yeah. He, he said he'd do it. It was like we had this whole idea, and you know, he's got that man cave horror rooms. Yeah. So like, this is gonna be so sick, and then. Go back inside, like, yeah. damn! <laughs> that, sucks. that sucks. But it'll happen again. Yeah. I would love to, maybe this year. Yeah. Maybe that's 2024, we'll do the Halloween episode. Really? If y'all aren't playing somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah. Furnace Fest. Yeah. Come on. Well, I, I just I just realized, I looked at the dates, it's in October this October. year. October. Yeah. 4th and 6th? Yeah. 4th, yeah. 5th, and 6th, oh, I do believe. <laughs> Well, it's in uh, Birmingham, so I don't think the weather changes there too much. No, no, no worry about yeah. snow or nothing. I mean, there's a slight chance it's going to be a little bit cooler. Oh, at night for at mm -hmm. night. But you know, this last year was—I mean, it was great. I thought the weather was awesome. It was perfect weather. Yeah. I don't think it could have been any better. I mean, the last night we got to go on stage and watch from stage side, which was dope. The last band, and I just remember being like, "This is one of the most perfect moments." Yeah. The weather is beautiful. Who was it? Who did you see for the last band? Bane. Awesome. Yeah. They, I left. I left uh, Sunday morning, so I didn't see Sunday. Yeah. They they finished off the whole thing, and I was just like, "This is crazy. <laughs> what is my life right now?" I'm like, "We're up there. We're all three buddies. We pilgrimage to the you know the yeah. the, the thing, the mecca, the mecca. All of our bands. <laughs> my childhood is here. Let's yeah. do this. I saw you there. I was doing merch for Norma Jean. Yep. You know, we're hanging out. It's like this wild ass weekend, and then we're like." You're on stage with this legendary act, and then I look behind me, and there's Greg from Better Lovers, and I'm just like, <laughs> I just start laughing, like this isn't real. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's it's super special, and it's you know, uh, it's funny because you know you meet people in different walks of life and everything, and it's like, oh, you know, I went to college and I got a degree, and now I do this or whatever, and it's just mm -hmm. like. They don't have anything like this. Nothing. Right. It's just like, oh, I have a, just a regular life or whatever. And it's just like, you know, and, and not everybody has that, like, draw to or live music, you know, that we right. obviously we did. Right. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you're young, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I just listen to the, what do you listen to? I just listen to the radio. Whatever's it's like, on the radio. Whatever's on the radio. Yeah. It's like it's like okay, cool. You know? <laughs> and and I guess I my hope for them or these people is that they have something that special in their lives as well. But I don't know what that is, and I can't imagine what it is. You know, 
It's so. probably, you know, one of those things I used to ask myself. I'll just myself, go on feeling sorry for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of people, especially like my friends, like people who I came up with, they don't do this anymore. They don't they're not attached to it, but they used to, and I feel like they would love to, but life comes quick for a lot of people. That's I true. got lucky. That is true. My dad was awesome, and he kind of let me be a bit of a bum while I figured out how to not suck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so Spent a few years doing that, and then you get, you know, I started, I was like, well, the band's doing whatever it's doing, but I'm also going to work production, I'm going to work at venues, I'm going to just get in where I can, yeah. just to shake enough hands to meet enough people to keep doing things and move up the ladder. And we were doing it, and then, you know, COVID kind of took it all away. We were actually making some dope moves. Had a video go viral at the right time when we were talking to a label and wow. all this stuff. And then they just, you know. What, and remind me, what was the name of the band? My Hands to War. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, just making all the right moves. And then just like, but I'm release shows coming soon. <laughs> 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 Finally. <laughs> Four years later? Yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, we got to do it right. We want to do it special. Yeah. We want to make it fun for everyone. And I think I cracked the code on how to do it. And we finally sat down. I was like, all right, now's the time. If there's any time, now's it. Otherwise, it's just screw it, break up, don't do anything at all. What's your main gig at uh, Venus? Back room. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. Moving tables. Yeah. Make sure the band's, you know. Cool. No one really fights anymore. It's not like it was. <laughs> you know, it's just not. like They you, can't smoke. No, no, they can't smoke, <laughs> which is wild. You can't even drink a beer and be an employee there anymore. Like, remember, you used to walk in. Fletcher would just have a beer on the thing, taking money. Get in there, kid. You can't even, yeah, can't mm. even have a beer anymore. It's weird. After after your, your shift, you can't. Oh, yeah, after your shift, yeah. yeah. But you got to be like, can't be with people in the room and blah, blah, blah. It's like a whole thing. I'm like, Dude. Interesting. So, like. You know, I used to work in Venus. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was making pizzas for about a year. And it was while we were doing the band. It was like actually during the transition between um, – uh, DJ leaving and oh, me okay. starting so right before Reborn and I remember we recorded our, our Reborn demos with Barry and in uh, Benton? Was that in Benton? No, it was uh, it was in Stiff Station Stiff Station Valmar. Okay he, he had he had, um, he had his uh, his studio behind behind the house I just drove by it yesterday and showed my wife I was like that's where we recorded Reborn, three of our albums, like in that <laughs> little garage that you can barely see peeking around. The corner. It looks, it just looks like this dumpy garage, which it is. But you know that was Barry's studio, and um, uh, I remember recording the demos there and showing them to like uh, Brian, Scottish Brian, and some of the other employees, Dave Jukes and stuff like that. And they're, oh wow, that's that's like they didn't know what to make of it. They're yeah. just like. They were like, I f I'm pretty sure this is good, but it's just like so beyond, you know, the type oh, of music yeah. that they would even listen to or whatever. I mean, they probably understood metal and thrash a little bit, but, you know, it was it was one of those things. Um, and, and then they, well, they were familiar with us from playing there, though, uh, of course. Well, and a very well-produced record, too. What's you know, that? A very well-produced record, too. Which might have thrown them off your... Your first couple. Well, yeah, 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 probably so, because, yeah. Because, um, you know. But, the, you know, we recorded the demos with Barry to, just to get a feel, because right. we've done three albums uh, for REX Music, and um, we traveled each time. Like, we had to travel to Pennsylvania, we had to travel to Iowa, we had oh, to travel to, to Nashville. 
I was like, man, you know, it'd be awesome if we could record here. But I, the only studio I knew at the time was, you know, Crystal Studios, and I wasn't like convinced that it it was the right studio for us to do a, a, a uh-huh. an actual album. Like it's a, still going. A release. I, I know. Yeah. I used to live down the street from Crystal Studios. Yeah. That's wild. Well, we did our very very first demo there um, um, in nineteen ninety. That's amazing. Um, and um, it's on YouTube. Look it up. It's still there. <laughs> but. I had heard a, Thanks, a, a record or a demo that he did, <laughs> that Barry did, and I was like, oh, the drums sound good. Yeah. Because that was the hardest thing back in the day when it was all analog. Right. Was to get the drums to sound good. And, and our first three albums were all, well, the first two were done on two-inch tape. Two-inch analog wow. tape. It was early 90s. It was. Yeah. And then it moved into the digital tape era with, you know, ADATs, ADATs and releases yep. and stuff like that. My first demo was made with ADAT machines. Yeah. Yep. And so... Our fourth, our third album, Inhabit, was was ADATS, but, but that was in Pennsylvania with the guys in Believer um, producing, and they'd done like a, a Earth Crisis record and some oh. other other stuff, just kind of up there in 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 that area, and um, I mean it came out it came out great, um, but yeah, we just I mean it was like man it'd be great if we did not have to travel, <laughs> yeah. you know I mean we could block off the time still, and we were still young enough I mean my gosh, reborn ninety seven we were like twenty five. We're wow. still young because we'd started at 18. Right. So, I mean, we're still very young when our fourth album. <laughs> and you, that's so crazy, dude. I think I've put out two albums in my entire career. I just don't like yeah. the the aspect of doing it, which is weird because that's like the one thing that gets people to like your stuff. But it, it, it's, <coughs> it's more work than than people realize. I mean, oh, even man. in even in even in the the digital era, uh, I guess it could be less work. But like to 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 create something unique and that's different yeah. that is going to stand apart from like, oh, this sounds like everything else. Because I feel like now all it's the same harder, all the same plugins, all uh-huh. the same drum, whatever. When you're competing with ten million songs a day or yeah. whatever that crazy number is, yeah, and so. And so, yeah, it is harder. And, and, and as you get older, you know, life and stuff. I mean, we, our last album came out 10 years ago, which is kind of sad. It's wild. Ghost Thief was 10 years ago. But we are working on new music. We've got, like, some solid hey. stuff. Rocky's killing it. He's got his own setup. So he's, he's the one that's set up to, like, Is he factually the, the happiest person in the universe? <laughs> <laughs> I we were talking about his. That I dude's got a smile that could make a whole room go. You know what? I'm not in a bad mood anymore. Listen, <laughs> hanging out with him, he's just kind of like he's, he's. Yeah, he is. I mean, him and Arthur both, and like, uh, like, but like when he's playing, he's having fun. He really is. He's just enjoying himself, and it's just like, yeah, I've got, we get all these pictures back after the shows and stuff like that. And every picture is of Rocky, just like cheesing. <laughs> yes, yeah. this, this is so much fun. Yeah, so uh, I I guess I don't know. He's he seems to be uh, he seems to be doing doing well. He's he's uh, you know which is 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 awesome. But I think I think we have more fun now than we ever did. I mean because back in the day when I mean we we were for years. I mean we we you know from from reborn through uh, two thousand two before we just called it quits. I mean we were. On tour, I mean, we're just like, if we're if this is gonna happen, this is how it's gonna, you know, we have to just be out here and slog Absolutely. it out. And after about you know four 
years, solid years of that, I was like, you know. Well, what year did the hammering process come out? What was that? 2000. 2000? Was that that show? Do you remember y'all played in Bryant at a church? Yes, yeah. At TNT? Yes, yeah, I do. It was with As I Lay Dying, and they were nobodies, I, I do believe. Wasn't that the opening act for that show? If it was, I I completely thought they were that they nothing. played that with us. Yeah. I mean, we, we would play shows with them in Texas a lot because they were... Yeah, it was then. Now they that were I'm based in Texas, but... I don't know for whatever reason we end up sh- end up playing with them. They're guitar players from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick, Nick, that's it. Yeah, but um, that's wild. If if they played that, that's pretty sure wild. they did because I know that's where I saw them for the first time, and they were no they yeah. the ham- or whatever their ninety four hours or whatever that song like that album. I d- I think was coming out. Oh, I don't wow. think they had released it yet, so they were doing that like pre hype yeah. tour thing. That's cool. Once yeah. it was with y'all. That's or crazy. They were on that show. Okay. But cool. Phenomenal show either way. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. It was like that's so weird that y'all played there and you're like touring all over playing these wild bigger venues especially at that time cuz that Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, we were playing um we were still playing clubs. I mean, we we were hitting all the same clubs that we had. Clubs and coffee shops. I mean, there was a, there was definitely a still a, a strong network of like Christian coffee shops and venues that were booking oh, really? bands, all ages shows and stuff like that, which is what TNT was. It was essentially like at a, it was like a place center, uh, yeah, like Christian yeah. Uh, hangout. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was like their youth uh, yeah. building or whatever. And um, and so uh, we 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 just always played a mix of it. I mean, from our very first tour in '91, it was mainly clubs and just like churches here and there uh, spread out. Um, but yeah, I mean, the only time we were in bigger significantly bigger venues is when we played with like bands like POD or Project A6 after they had put out ah, big big records. Yeah. Um but for the most part, you know, we were kind of within that, you know, 500 to 1000 cap. See in my mind that's crazy big. <laughs> I don't think I've ever put 500 people in a room with one of my shows. Yeah. We do 300 pretty consistent though, man. We're yeah. doing all right. <laughs> I mean, I think we had 300 last night and I was I was stoked, but it was it was definitely a mixed crowd of older people that were uh, you know, uh, there because of of less and scream and stuff yeah. like that and then friends and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, well, I mean, back in the day we held a few records until I think Juliana theory broke them and then and then the fire department <laughs> shut stuff it's always down. the Again, fire department man were, well they came in and they put a capacity on vinos they're like yeah you can't really have 500 uh, people in this room you know what i miss those days because i went to a bunch of those shows mm-hmm. and man oh man was it something like so just, many shows were packed just packed to the rafters yeah, literally yeah. i mean and you walk out there, I, I, everybody would be completely wet, drenched, and then the ground and the floor would be completely wet and drenched. Like a pool. And everybody smelled like smoke because you could smoke Yeah, you could smoke in there. <laughs> what a time to be alive, man. It was <laughs> truly different. <laughs> I mean, we, we'll still push it, like, but not, not to the limits that yeah. it used to just be unhinged. Sure. What's, what's a sellout there right now? Uh, well, so capacity is 175. Crazy. Which... Was a Tuesday back, you know, that was kind of just that's crazy. People didn't have nothing to do, and now it's like I have seen hundreds of people in that room many times where you're just like, 
man, I wonder how many people were here. But I don't have, you know, I didn't know Fletch. Fletcher was still giving us the runaround back in those days. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like our, I want to say, I could be wrong. Our highest show, well, that, that final show we did with Hunter in 2003, that was a sellout. It, um, it was around five, almost five or five, over five or whatever. It was. But that was people, so they, would, people. they would let people yeah, sure, come in yes. and go out and yeah, yeah. stop and be like, okay, if people come out, you can uh-huh. go back in. But, you know, it was like, they were, it was like rotating. And they used to use the side door too. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. That's a yeah. no no. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but that, that yeah, that was just miserable and insane and not safe at all. Oh, the yeah. most unsafe thing in the world. Yeah. That one fire, you're all we're all Everybody's dead. dead. Everybody. Dead. There was only one exit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, to hear once I like I would have I would have guessed. I probably, I probably would have guessed 300 was the capacity or 250. You would think, right? Well, yeah. the, so I think it would be at least 250, but the sound booth is still there. Yeah. The bar is bigger. Remember, the bar used to just be one thing. Yeah. They've added on to it. Okay. There's, there's, you know, and the stage is bigger. Now, we made it oh. a foot more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, haven't, I guess I haven't been in there since they built the new stage. We did it in 2019. The whole, so 2018, like I said, there was like that fall off. Everybody knows. It's yeah. kind of... Arkansas literally just died musically. And then it just, 2018, everything started kind of going up. And then on this podcast, Stan from Terminal Nation, we kind of made a joke about it. We were like, wouldn't that be something if somebody did that? And Trey, the backroom manager, heard it and was like, do you want to? And I was like, hell yeah. So we threw a big old show and raised all the funds and just did it ourselves. Awesome. Keep That's it great. DIY, man. Yeah, yeah. Heck they were yeah. like, why don't you know the guy pay for it? And I was like, because he don't want to. But he's going to let us, and ain't nobody else going to do that. So yeah. sometimes yeah. you just got to punk rock it. And <laughs> but now it's way less uh, flimsy. I built it myself. Mm. Uh, it's stationary. You can play nice. a good show there now. That's awesome. If yeah. Sacrifice ever wanted to play it. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll play it again someday. <laughs> someday. Yep. yep. <laughs> Maybe the new record, if y'all make a new record, yeah. do yeah. a release show. Something, yeah. That'd yeah. be sick. Well, I think I think, I think how we're going to run it is we'll, we'll probably release some songs here and there and then enough to fit, if, if, you know, get enough to fit on an EP and stuff like that and do it that way. That's the thing now. Uh, yeah, because like uh, full albums is uh, you know it it, it just takes a, takes a while, and I'm not saying we wouldn't do a full album at some point, but it takes know. a while. And I think just the longer we go, the more they just don't make sense. Yeah, the single it's like we went back to the '50s. You know, a single means more than a full record these days because you can get plays, endless yeah. plays. You put out twelve one every month. People just keep coming back. Yeah. The the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're, I guess you're right. I, I need to I need to look into that. It's <laughs> I need to learn more about that. <laughs> I try and then I get into it and I'll talk to the young kids because that's yeah. their game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I want to know, but yeah. then they start talking and I'm like, I hate everything you're saying. I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> I hate that sounds terrible. <laughs> I just want to play music. What happened to that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to be an engineer, a marketing genius. <laughs> like I, I love album. I mean, I was talking to, to my sister yesterday and. and you know, and she just listens to like singles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, I like albums. I if I if I like a band, I want to hear everything that that they do because yeah. the, some of the my favorite songs are not like are you know the 
usually deep cuts sometimes, you know. It's not it's not the one that they're going to put out the video for or whatever, right. you know. Um, so I'll, I'll, I think I'll always be an album person or whatever. I just, something nostalgic in me, you know, my dad used to tell me stories because he was alive when, like, Led Zeppelin was putting out records. He's like, you'd get it. You'd go in your room, put your headphones on. I'm like, that sounds magical. So, like, when your band puts out something, you go and you put it in your headphones and you just listen to every nuancey yeah. bit and you take it all in. Yeah. Oh, man, there's just something about that. I know that's old school, but yeah, dang, it is. I mean, it's it's it, that's 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 how that's how I was transformed, you know, into becoming like a fan. It was like immersing yourself and mm -hmm. like, you know, getting the packaging and just like reading everything. I knew all the producers. I knew who did what. You know, it was just like based on liner notes or whatever. Or just sitting in your room and just trying to learn it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that too. Yeah. But hit, which yours was probably like move a needle. My, or maybe cassettes. Because there's a lot of cassettes. Cassettes. You know, re rewind, slow down, rewind, whatever. And they, they, they had certain things where you could you could play uh, cassettes a little slower, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, than they were supposed to be. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Get the new the new hot record and just be like put it in okay okay five uh huh yeah, yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well I mean I the I the main way I learned stuff early early on was like tablature and like you know mm. guitar player and all oh the, the magazine guitar mag yeah the guitar magazines in yeah. the back they'd always have that one song or like a, the good riff of the song here's how you play it yeah. no they would have entire songs or whatever and you just have to like figure it out and transpose it or whatever. Or, you know, I got pretty good at, like, reading Tab and, you know, but you would read it in conjunction with listening to the song. So I was like, oh, well, this little squiggly line means that means a bin. Oh, right. Oh, right. Because you yeah, can yeah. hear the bin and you see the lines. Like, oh, okay, cool. God, That's I haven't read means. a Tab in so long. <laughs> <laughs> People used to ask us for Tab for our, our, our song. Our, our songs. I was like, there's no way I'm going to spend that kind of time to I, I got, write it I out. used to get the books and then I'd. You know, this is way early on. You're learning like your favorite top forty band first, of mm -hmm. course. And it's just like I I can barely do this. I'm not good enough. I don't even should even own these books. But then I got to like now, I don't mess with none of that. I'm like, YouTube exists. I'll just go watch like last night's video that Kurt's gonna post or a clip or y'all are gonna post. Yeah. I could just go, Well, I'll see him play the whole yeah. thing right here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, if uh, so, uh, we do the uh, there's uh, all these um, little uh, jam shows in Nashville where you know it's just like all the different different players. You know, a lot of those guys play down on Broadway in Nashville, and I mean, there's like hundreds of them. You know, and they're playing you know country songs and and pop songs and rock songs and stuff like that, just whatever. Because you know, there's a thousand honky tonks down there now, but um. They'll, but then they'll also, and then there's a lot of people that live there, and so they put on these jam shows where it's like, oh, it's a theme. It's like grunge night, or or it'll be like a metal night or whatever. Mm. And they pull all these musicians together to play in, in, to play a song or two or three songs like on a certain night. And so I'll do that, and um, I've got one coming up. Uh, the 23rd is a grunge night, and it's the, the theme of this show is like just the, the top or the top four, the big four. You know, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, right. Nirvana. Nirvana. Right. It's just songs from those bands. But it's about it'll be about thirty songs. But every song is completely different players. What you? I don't know the people I'm playing with. Never met them. Y'all do it in real time at the show. 
Yeah, I mean, in in yeah, exactly. Everybody Holy learns the stuff. You play it like the record. Um, if 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 everybody has time, you get there early and run through the song. Okay. At, at, at a, a sound check, you get Still. you know or whatever. But like, not everybody has the time or whatever. Um, and so a lot of times you'll just end up on stage. You don't know these people. You're playing the song for the first time with people you don't know, but they're all professionals. Right, right. Like they all play these songs. Like some of them will play these songs all the time because they're already playing them. Oh, I see. Not, well, Cover artists. Or... Actually, probably not these songs because the stuff they like. If they play downtown, they're playing more hits and pop stuff. Sure. So this is more for fun. It's it's kind of like labor, what an exercise, like though. But yeah, yeah. And so when I am going to learn these songs, I'm pulling up YouTube and I'm like, and I mean, there's like guys that are just phenomenal doing a guitar run through. On whatever song it is, yep, and it's like, oh, this is great. This is so much so easier much than easier. back in the day, and it would take me five hours yeah. to learn a song. I could learn it in five minutes, literally, just by watching somebody. And that little scrub feature yeah. where you can just walk yeah, yeah, yeah. right back to For where sure. you were, oh, amazing. Yeah, so so those things are fun, and uh, I That's, get to do I'm, like uh, I every time, I, every now and then, I'll post some of the videos. Uh, one of the last. How often are y'all doing this? They they do them maybe. Two to three times a year, but I'll do the metal night and then I'll do like the grunge night. Um, and it's two different, you know, groups of people doing right. it. But you know, and they'll bring in people, you know, kind of like bigger, like sure uh, people sure. that like like you know, uh, Hailstorm will, you know, Lizzie Hale will be there and she'll sing some songs or do some stuff and 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 everything. But the last one I did, I did a, a Sepultura Rise and I sang and played it. And, and everything and the the metal ones are harder because uh you know those songs are just more complicated or whatever. right right the grunge the grunge ones are pretty freaking easy yeah, um, yeah oh I know these four chords right. over and over right. again yeah yeah except for, sure. for Soundgarden Soundgarden is its own thing yeah that's true um for sure they got that other guitarist doing all the cool stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah just yeah. keep the rhythm it's fine yeah, yeah we, but yeah I do I, I you know I I try to do it all the time do it there because dude I want to see this the band doesn't get a chance to play well you know January. 23rd. Oh, come on up. Two weeks, go to Nashville, get some Hattie B's. There you go. Watch some metal. Yeah, well, you know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I, There I, are I, worse things. Yeah, I text DJ about it all the time because he loves going out and seeing bands. And then and, and then some of the, the, the uh, there's some other, there's some other thing. There's one thing called the Rock and Roll Residency. And these guys are like, like players. You know, they're about my age, maybe a little bit younger, but they've been playing for years. And some of them are like back, the backup guys for like, Gene Simmons band or Ace Freely. Wow, uh, one of them's one of them's playing guitar Holy with crap. with Accept that old the old German metal uh-huh. band Accept. Oddly enough, they're all based in Nashville now. <laughs> so, what's not in Nashville right. now? I feel like uh, that town has exploded. Uh, and um, uh, but they put on a thing and they're playing everything from like old like, you know, uh, freaking, uh, you know. Van Halen to, you know, um, shoot, I don't know. Something more modern. Not modern, no. no. It's all old. It's, it's all like, old. It's like 70s rock and metal, Ooh. essentially. So it's like Sabbath, and but like not always metal. Like some of it's like they'll do, a, a you know, a Fleetwood Mac. I, oh, okay. I was trying to think of the name ah, Fleetwood Mac. That's yeah. why I was like, again, 50-year-old brain fart. <laughs> I can't think of <laughs> I have a hard time thinking myself, and I'm not 50. 40, yeah. not 50. I gotta figure out, gotta figure out how this th- these whole uh, like uh, uh, 
brain gummies that make you uh, remember things into your fifties and your sixties. Because yeah, I'm 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 already terrible at it. And started it, it starts when you're forty. You're basically like you know the guy in the movie. The guy, oh, that's every podcast. The guy in the movie. Kurt, please, God help me, please, please. <laughs> and he's like, no. And my phone's being used as like the backup. If this all fails, we got that. <laughs> yeah, Kurt, you, you need. Are you supposed to start that? Oh man. You need, you, you need to Google stuff so we so we know what we're so talking about. It's it's in the works. We're actually so you know I, I think we've alluded to it a couple times. We're looking at a space, mm. so we're trying trying to make it even more, you know, legitimate, legitimize the space and have this a whole great, thing. Man. Oh yeah, this it's awesome. I mean, the idea was a venue. This was going to be curtains, but then we saw this beautiful piece that our friend made and was like, "Well, this has got to be the wall." And then we just threw some amps, and that's the merch wall behind you. Cool. You know, and these are all Kurt's photos. Yeah. We need some more, but he refuses to frame any. So I'm just going to start thumbtacking them, I think. Hey, these are good. I like all of these. These look great. Yeah, he's a wizard with a camera. Yeah, he he, he shot uh, some of the best uh, stuff from Furnace Fest. I feel like yeah. that whole team was – because I got to you know live vicariously through them, watching them work, and I was just like, y'all are – Mad men going in and like all these schematics. Who's got this band? Who's doing what? Running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Yeah. And they got every band. A whole team got every band. That's crazy. I helped film uh, y'all set actually. That was oh, fun. Heck yeah. I was up at the soundboard. Like uh, I hope it's in focus. <laughs> with, with with Kurt or with uh, that other crew? No, with Kurt. Uh, okay. There was another crew uh, that did it. Uh, <coughs> Zach. Uh, can't think of his last name uh but um he they had about four cameras mm. and they had a microphone they were able to pull smart not a board feed but like board audio from most of the band. and board audio is trash dude i <laughs> never it never works want to hear it ever i'm like just get get you some whatever yeah. xlrs yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. some mics that, that xy and just Get, field microphones. Yes, get yeah. get the sound of the room or wherever you're at because that you're going to get all the low end. But that's the live tone. That yeah, is exactly. the room <laughs> right? It's not what's coming through the board. It's what's coming out of the speakers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, spot mics are gross. Ugh. They uh, they did they did an incredible job. Anyways, they edited the whole thing. And we're going to try to we're going to try to like put it out. Oh, do a whole it, thing soon. Stream Sweet. it at some point uh, through our um, our our online store. Do y'all do that stuff? Do y'all be like, we should do a documentary or we should do, because you've had such a career. Uh, well, yeah. Do people we just had, approach you or is We had a documentary come out um, right around uh, COVID. COVID time, um, yeah. That David Lipke uh, put together and it was just 30 years of the band, essentially. And he had started working on it five years prior because he was like thinking 25 years. Uh, but ended up being you know 30 or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we we did stream that like a one time event type thing mm. um, uh, for like you know, ten bucks or whatever, and then um, we uh, the plan was is to get the licensing uh, for of the music worked out because um, a lot of the licensing still goes through Universal because uh, they this particular part of Universal owned owns the tooth and nail back catalog, yeah, Salt state back catalog, yeah, and so. Um, it's just a process to go through, and we just haven't done it yet. So, yeah. I don't want to send that text, man. <laughs> that seems like a hassle, dude. Dealing with a company that big seems like not fun. Yeah, I mean, I do. I have been, I have been in contact with some people that I think can like help the process. Right. It's probably just like some kind of 
whatever fee I mean, we have to pay. Oh, to, I see. You know, which you sounds weird. Music that's to so get your own music freaking yeah. jacked, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna sell or 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 you know, people are gonna pay to watch it. You know, that's just how the business works. It's like you have yeah. to you have to pay somebody else to you know. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great how they all get the money except the musician. Like, yeah. <laughs> let me get on my soapbox real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've had to pay all these people out. We got eighteen dollars and some barbecue, though. What a day! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it it needs to be out there, anyways. Uh, the, like, That's true. David did a great job. Do you know David Lipke? I don't. Oh, okay. I should. Do you know him, Kurt? Oh yeah, you should. He was there last night. Um, he um he uh worked. He well, we were Is he friends. local to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, a rock cool. Guy. Yeah, so. He used to film uh, shows back in the day. Um, you guys really should connect. Should absolutely because he has. I would love that archival footage of like all these like he was the, the guy back then the night like the nineties every oh. band that came through the nineties that you guys might have heard like about every band that you guys might have heard about or uh-huh. gone to see. I mean, he he might have he had a he had a college show called Video Zoo on. The public access UALR station. God, and um, like he's got. He, he was mainly he was really good friends with the Ashtray Babyhead dudes. There you go. And he, Jeff he, and all them. He's got all of just tons of footage of those guys. Tons of footage of us. And so from the very beginning, he was in college. He's the same age as us. So he was just like, "Hey, I'm doing this for college. I want to come mm. shoot the show or, or do an interview or blah 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 or whatever." It's all like on a big. You know, he was going to do like camera. broadcast media or something. Oh, I mean, yeah, or yeah television media. Yeah. Yeah. And now he still does that. He does it for a company that does. Um, uh, they're oh. here in town. They're on Main Street. They do the, the, the Bass Pro fish, not Bass Pro shops, but the right, right. fishing, the fishing show shows. Um, cool, and man. It's also the other guy. There's another band connection there, uh, or not. Two minutes hate, but an older <laughs> guy. Um, that that he basically they have a production company in Little Rock. Yeah. But their main their main production stuff is the the fishing stuff. Anyways, Dave works for them, so he's doing what he went to school for. But early on, he had that video show. I I went to Memphis with him, and we interviewed uh, Helmet on their bus, and I was the camera guy, and Dave was interviewing <laughs> him and stuff like that, and he put it on 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 his uh, video channel or whatever, and he's got all that footage and stuff like that. Anyways, he approached That's us. Amazing. Oh, and he also worked with CT on Southern Slow Steel. Slow do, Southern Steel. How what? do you live in a place as small as this and there's just people you don't know? Yeah, no, we've got how have I never... Yeah. yeah. He he edited, he filmed and edited most of Southern... Is it Slow Southern Steel? I think that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's and wild. Kind of, anyways, he approached us years ago. And, I mean, obviously we've known him. He's just like, man, I've got all this footage, you know. I mean, I'd like to do a proper documentary. We're like, yeah, yeah, sure, let's do it, you know. And, um, and it was actually, he got a lot of footage. He actually got a lot of footage 10 years ago when we were working on Ghost Thief. Mm. Uh, and, you know, some of that studio footage you saw last night at the show, that was that was from the documentary. And we had featured, part of the documentary was also featuring DJ's cousin Drew, uh, who played mm. last night, and Les Ming. And Les is in the documentary um, uh, as well, so. That's why they used that some of that footage last night. Gotcha at the memorial for the benefit. Yeah, but both. It's kind of both, both. right? Yeah, it was yeah. both. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. And um, 
Uh, anyways, he'd be great, dude, to interview. That would be amazing. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. How does that blows my mind. It's so weird. It's like, you think I've been doing this for 20 something years. You'd think I would just know most people. Yeah, right. But you just, somebody would be like, oh, you don't know this person? Like, yeah, but I'm more confused as to how and why I don't know this person. Yeah. He's good. He's he's a great dude too. He he he'd be a good hang, uh, and somebody to, to. I mean, he's got stories. He, he's got stories out the wazoo. That's perfect. <laughs> All right, I guess that's it. Man, thanks. Time flies in here. Yeah. Thank you. Holy crap! No, thank you. Was this there was, was there was, was there anything we uh, didn't cover? <laughs> I think more. The only thing I would want to know from a guy as tenured as you is. Is there, because this, you know, a lot of youngsters, you know, watch this. Is there anything? The youngsters. You, they're youngsters now. I get to say it and mean it, and it's real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is there anything you'd impart on them just because you've had such a career that it's just like, you know all the all of it. You know everybody. You've seen all the stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a common thread that goes through through everybody that is still doing it after 30 years or 20 years, if mm -hmm. that's what you want to do. Um uh, is play. Yeah. Just play every, anywhere and everywhere. Like we played, we would play anywhere and everywhere early on. And we practiced. Like we would probably, we, we probably didn't play as much in Little Rock because we didn't want to burn it out. Burn it out, yeah. And we, so we play here maybe twice a year. But Smart. we would, we would travel. We'd go play in Tulsa or whatever. We, we would just find contacts and go play in Texas. And like I said, we'd, you know, get names of like that's how we met the embodiment dudes. Like they, right. they, I don't know if they brought us to Texas to do a show with them or if they were just on a show or what. But early on, we just met them doing that. But like, yeah, just play, practice, and just yeah, do your own thing. You know, I don't know. It, Be yourself. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm hoping. Like, I, I feel like uh, you know, uh, it'd be great to see like a resurgence of like, like you're saying, like kids that are into instruments yeah and talent and i think it's just playing i think it's happening. and i see that in nashville like yeah. in spades like right there's just so much of it everywhere it's it's incredible and they're such phenomenal players because if you la if you if you last at all in that town it means that you're, you're that's good. true you're, yeah, yeah you're good yeah uh but but at the same time, you know, you don't always have to be amazing if you're, you know, if you're coming up with something unique. That's it. That's Di just like, different enough. Like, like based on like, okay, you know, you, you, you're not, you know, who cares if you can't or don't care about sweet picking on a guitar, but right. you write a great song. That's that just be yourself thing. Yeah. Just follow, follow your nose. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can we end on a Fruit Loops thing? <laughs> follow your nose. <laughs> thank you, Bruce. Yeah, this has been you, a massive pleasure. Uh, anything on the internet people need to find or go see? Uh, not necessarily. Um, uh, we just have a, you know we just have an online store, yeah. livingsacrifice.manheadmerch.com. That's yeah. going to morph into its own site probably cool. uh, eventually. Um, and uh, yeah, just be looking out for hopefully some new music this year. Yes. Uh, internet, Patreon, YouTube, like, subscribe, Crashcast Pod. Twitter, CrashCastPod1. Sorry, it's X now. i got to get used to that. I don't think I'm ever going to call it that. Twitter, CrashCastPod1. Thank you for listening. Peace. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, living, I'm sorry. Do it. You, you, socials. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> living, at Living Sacrifice Metal 
Instagram, and then, you know, Living Sacrifice Facebook. I think that's all we have. We don't do anything else, really. It's mainly the Instagram. That's where you're going to see stuff, at Living Sacrifice Metal. There you go. Thanks. Peace. Woohoo!